0: welcome to the good life podcast
1: are you ready for more <laughs> hello and welcome to another edition of the good life podcast my name is Aure Adekoya and with me I have beautiful ladies I have Ayo, I have Dila, I have Pastor Yinda and then I have Pastor Joy and today we're talking about an interesting topic um, superwoman you know so you know we have superman we have superheroes and all wonder that wonder
2: woman yeah
1: but are there really super women yes now
2: there's catwoman <laughs> there's is,
1: there is, um, storm you know <laughs> but really are, even those ones are they really super women because we see them fighting the bad guys and all that but in this it's context makeup, cartoon character <laughs> yes 100% <laughs> okay so um, in, in this sense of the word a superwoman is somebody that has everything under control you know in her career she's there in her home she's a good wife she makes food on time you know she's submissive to her husband as a parent she's there you know um, she takes care of her kids they um, they're brought up well and all yeah, as well, a friend is. they're all aced Yes, thank you she probably even homeschools her children she goes to pta <laughs> thank you she goes to pta meeting she contributes and all into houseport she's there she has cooked the kula of rice for all the um, people oh, in her sons yeah uh, and, and yes. their <laughs> friends and all that every activity in school she's there she's always present and all for her friends, oh, they go out, they go for nail appointments, they go for massages and stuff. She's got it all under control. Everything is going on fine. So is, is this a facade or is it real? I forgot
0: that she also represents the country
1: in US. Oh thank you thank you. She she receives awards. Yes. She's she's International Women's Day. She's recognized as one of the CEO of of our business. Thank you. Thank you. No, she even has she's a career woman and she's running a business too. Yes. Wow. It's not real
3: actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's not real. I think Superwoman celebrates that um, independence and says that One woman can do... And it's not like we're saying you shouldn't do all these things or doing them has any negative connotation in that sense. The way it has been celebrated, maybe on social media and online and in conversations and in communities, would be those women that, you know, would go all out to... like. It's people that they say maybe do natural birth, for instance, as superwoman, as opposed to people that do secession, mm-hmm. When actually, the choice of either natural birth or secession was not on the woman's. Um, it wasn't a decision to make. Yeah. It was the nature of a pregnancy that made the decision. Maybe for the
1: doctors to say, "Oh, you even have to." Even if do- sorry to God, even if it was hard because some there's yeah. Um, yeah. yes some CS. of them yeah you know something someone I know used to say is that they don't write on the children's forehead that. Yeah. I it's was considered by. Yeah, I not write on the mother's forehead that yeah. I give birth to this one by. Yeah. It makes absolutely no, no sense. difference. No, like whether exactly. it was CS or natural birth.
3: Yeah. yeah. Actually, it just forces you to be in that
1: place where you
3: have to do everything by yourself. You can't ask for help in that sense, and then you have to do things that it's also. I saw something on social media that said, you know, I'm not a female leader. I'm I'm just a leader. Mm. It's it's that thing that just box you into. Why do you even have to defend that you are doing something? The the men are doing stuff as well. Like there's no big deal to it. If you are tired, ask for help, and it's okay to ask for help. You have your community. You have your support system. When I saw that post online that I'm not a female leader, don't call me a female. Yeah, I'm a leader. You know, I'm leading people. That a male or female is irrelevant. And that's what Superwoman says. Why do you even have to have the title Superwoman? You don't have to. You're just a woman that is making, you know, trying to make ends meet, um, you know, being there for a family, pursuing God's purpose for a life. It doesn't have to have any celebratory. Otherwise, the men should, should be called Superman, well, you have right? Superman. <laughs> well, Superman. I saw a
1: post on Instagram. I don't remember it so well, but it was a comparison between... Men and women. So when a man is taking his kids out, he's a good dad. Yeah. You know, but when a woman is doing the same thing, she's doing her job. Yeah. You know, when a man comes back and buys takeaway for the ch- children, oh, that's it's a sensitive. Yeah. But when a woman buys takeaway, she's, she's lazy. lazy. Yeah. You know, so like all those, and they gave like, I think, four different examples. I, I think of I saw it. A as woman well. and a man, same situation, but different Pers- interpretations yeah. where the woman is perceived as being lazy. Okay, it's just her job. She's supposed to do all those things. But the men are praised for doing that same thing because there's an expectation. And I think that's what's at the bottom. There's an expectation that a woman should be able to settle it all, balance it all, have it all under control and all that, which at some point is really not realistic. I was having a conversation with somebody about work-life balance and a person gave a very interesting perspective to say that. Imagine you're, you're having eight balls. One ball for career, one ball for marriage, one for children. Those eight balls represent different aspects of your life. At different points in time, you might leave one to catch another one. It doesn't mean that all eight have to be spinning at the same time. But at different seasons of your life, you can choose to prioritize, okay, this time I need to pay attention to my kids. So I prioritize and I'm deliberate about my kids in this season in another season is okay my marriage it doesn't mean that you forget about your marriage every other time but yeah. i need to pay extra attention i need to build something i need to work on something it could be your career oh i need to get another degree at this point in time so my mba or whatever course you're doing at that point is a priority for that season and then you focus on it for that season you know so at those point in time you decide to give priorities to different things as they come and you need to make that balance in your life to know that it's not that every time that you give attention to everything equally, it changes as the seasons go by. You know, I think this
4: whole thing about um, superwoman is, again, it's obviously just a myth because, you know, one tends to, to have a picture of, yes, this woman that has it all together. But really and truly, there is nobody that has it all together. Nobody. You know, someone sang a song and said, every man falls down, you know, so people that we see that we, we hold in such high pedestals that it looks like all things are perfect and working for them. Go and interview, go and knock on that door, go and talk to them. You know, they, it's, it's, and it's only what you can see, it's only what is portrayed that one can you know, sort of re- relate to it, but that's not the entire person. So there's nobody that doesn't have their their down times, you know, the times when they they struggle with, you know, certain areas of their lives and when they're trying to, to to fix this aspect of their lives and and stuff like that. So the fact that you are struggling in one area of your life doesn't make you less of a woman. Yeah. Mm. There is no perfection. So we're not going to get to perfection because there's no one that is perfect in being a woman as in in that sense. The people that we see around us it's only an aspect of them that you see. Like they say the grass is always greener on the other side. The other so side. you look at them from your own narrow viewpoint and you think wow if only i can be like this woman go and put yourself in her shoes and then you begin to face some of the things that she's facing mm. so everyone faces things in um, you know various areas of their life now some people yeah they've been able to manage those areas of their life and they come out of it but if you find yourself in that situation then don't don't put yourself down you are not less of a woman you're not a failure don't come make yourself a disappointment work on it and in, when when you focus on that aspect of your life you've eventually come out of it. And the fact that you come out of one situation does not mean that you will not meet something else in the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you?
1: So, but we yeah. move. We move. Yeah, we move. Priorities also matter because I, I was having a discussion with someone as well and I was wondering how she had time. She, after work, she would go to the gym. Um, on Saturdays, um, she schools her children. She takes time to teach them stuff and all that. And then, you know, I was wondering that, ah, how does she do all this? And I, I, was, I started feeling bad That Why don't I do all these things, have time for my kids? And I realized that looking at my own time, I spend a lot more time in church. Mm. So I have Sunday services. I have Tuesday services. I usually have meetings during the week after work that prevents me from saying, oh, let me go to the gym every day after work. So I look at my time. And for me, church is a priority. Nobody can take that from me. I'm very much active in church and all that. So I have chosen to give my service to God a priority, which she may not have done. So it's never apple to apple. Another person has taken something else as priority in their life. So you can't just take another person's um experience and say, Oh, she does this, she does this, she does this. She does. But are the things that she's doing, are they priority to you at this point in time? And the answer is no. So it's a matter of Knowing yourself and knowing what is your priority or your priorities at certain points in time. Pastor Joy.
0: Yeah, I, I like what you've said about priorities. I I mean, it really speaks to me because I find that, I mean, on the baseline level, we're all women. But we all have very different lives, mm. very different mm-hmm. responsibilities, very different you know frames of references and stuff like that but what is really really important here is number one to recognize your own priorities and then to use that principle of putting the rocks in first what are the big deals in your life Mm. put them in first because they say that um if you want to manage your life you want to manage yourself you want to look at what is urgent and what is important Mm. You know, and then you begin to do that analysis of important and urgent, not important and urgent, urgent but not important, you know, and all of that, and then not urgent, not not important. And people who, you know, generally have, you don't get a lot done maybe focusing a lot more on things that are not urgent, not important, and spending a lot of time on that. If you want to live a good life, as in a life that you'll be happy with, then you've got to do the things that are important in a manner that is not urgent and spend a lot of your time doing that or making sure that those things are taken care of so that the big rocks go in first. So I think that as a woman, and even anybody really, but I think this is more important for women because there's so much that pulls on us. There's so many, you know, first of all, there's expectations. And I was even going to say a bit about that because the society of today is different from the society of 20 years ago or 40 years ago when some, you know, were growing up at different times and all of that. The expectations then were different. You know, the mothers then, the women then, typically may have been doing less demanding jobs. Typically. There were some of them who had very demanding jobs. There were were still police women at that time. There were still doctors at that time who were women, right? But Generally speaking, there was this order where you had the women do less demanding jobs so that they could focus on their children and so they would be home. I know that my mom was a teacher, for example, and so when I'm coming home, most times we're coming home at the same time. Or she, You know, that schedule was sort of fitted to making sure that the children were taken care of. But things are not necessarily the same now. Do you get what I mean? The environment is different. The society is different. Things have changed. And we've got to be able to add Adapt with the times and ensure that we have systems and structures to make us effective you know so um i think that a superwoman or what we would term a superwoman is someone who has progressively learned to master herself and her um responsibilities within the environment that she finds herself you know and all of us can do better at that all of us can
1: yeah well, such a beautiful thought. To we'll go on a quick break. The Good Life will be right back. And welcome back to The Good Life. We're talking about superwoman. And um, Diyala, I'd like to hear your thoughts. We've said so much about priorities, expectations, mothers. And I think I even want to dwell on that. Is, is it like we're less of women now? Because there were more, it seems, there were more superwomen women. Our mothers were more of super women <laughs> than us. Do you agree? What are your thoughts on that?
2: I, I don't think so. Because I think that um, if, roles were, if, if times were switched, mm-hmm. if our mothers had to leave their youthful time in our mm-hmm. times now, mm-hmm. they will find it difficult. And if we had to live in their time, we probably would find it difficult. I mean, so um, for today's woman, there is a whole lot of sensitization, you know. I mean, so there is the quote-unquote feminism movement and things like that. So there is a lot of, you know, uh, and I think a lot of it stems from the fact that we saw some of our mothers, you know, and I think in one of those um, um, earlier episodes, we talked about this. You know, mothers giving up their own um, dreams, dreams and visions. Yeah. You know, goals for their children. Mm-hmm. Even though we had mothers who still, you know, went the extra mile, but I mean, I think that a lot of them, you know, did that. But the today's woman wants to have it all. She wants to. She does not want to. Um, um, make in quotes the mistakes that maybe she saw her mother make you know she wants to she wants to have it all she wants to have a good family she wants to have a good career she wants to maybe she doesn't want to have a career in that sense but she, you know she wants to be financially um, um, buoyant buoyant and everything like that I mean so for me now I'm not married and you know one of the things that I I'm thinking of is that I I'm somebody I'm I'm so independent you know I I I'm somebody that's I'm somebody that I I like adventure. Today I can just carry, maybe I don't do that again, like, <laughs> but at some point, you know, I could just carry my bag and say, okay, please, where are we going to? Let's go to Joss, you know. But I know that there will come a time where I won't have that luxury anymore. So I'm right now I'm trying to condition myself to be to to be a little bit routined, you know, having routines. Understanding that I'm going to get married very soon, I, I'm going to have to put or factor other people in the decisions that I make. And I tell you, it's 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 scary. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. honestly, it, it, it is. But of course, is it something I'm willing to do? Yes, of course, it's something I'm willing to do, but I know that it's not going to come on a platter of good. It's something that I have to work, you know, towards. It's something I have to make sacrifices towards. So, yes. Um, mothers didn't have it easy then we are not having it it's not like we're having it Mm. so easy also but we are moving with time
1: that is what is happening we are moving with time very interesting perspective you know and as you were talking i realized a key difference between a mother's time and now then a superwoman was regarded as um the woman who takes care of her kids um cooks for her husband goes to the farm and all that and if you ask a lot of those women, they have regrets in terms of not pursuing their personal dreams. They, they, they let a lot go, you know, for the family um, just to be there and all that. But now in our days, we have a lot more driven career women. We're more enlightened. But yet we now have the challenge of still having as much time as our parents did for their kids, for their Husbands for their homes and all that and stuff. And which I, I read something that says we expect women at work to work like they don't have children. And we expect them at home to take care of their children like they don't have careers. So it's that that juggling of the two, you know, that now comes as a, as a, uh, a challenge, so, so to speak, sometimes. Like a never-ending tug of war. Exactly. You know, and you don't want to drop any of them. And, and I want us to touch on... Um, a very controversial scripture in the bible is proverbs text so i don't like reading this scripture <laughs> i don't like reading the scripture it puts me under pressure i'm like does this woman even exist is this woman even real the one that used to bust my brain so to speak is she she gets up um uh, i think she gets up before and dawn and so, me i don't like waking up early i like my sleep. <laughs> i like my sleep like she gets up before done, makes food for her. So then he, there was now even a place where I said, it makes food for my maid servant. Please, it's not my maid servant <laughs> that is supposed to make food for me. You know, so, so let's talk about this passage a little bit more. And is this woman real? Person, I'd like to hear your thoughts on, on this.
4: She's a real, as you want her to be real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but what I, I think we can, we can always look at the Proverbs 31 Woman and you know, um, I mean, I think village is just there for us to draw inspiration from. <laughs> so you know, and and again, it's it's a it's a it's a function of, um, you know, there's there is no there is no perfect description anywhere in the Bible of your current reality. Mm, mm. That's the truth. So, so again, so it, it, I mean, you mentioned okay, she wakes up before dawn to get. Food and all that. Okay, what is the purpose? Is it just waking up before dawn or getting the food? What's the main what's the main thing you want to accomplish? <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> so the important thing is that you know, okay, at least There's what needs food. to be done. You know, yeah, she makes food for, for her mates. Maybe she has, she has she has just put a plan together that you know this should be done, this should be done. Gotten the maids, you know, to buy all the all the ingredients and so that when it's time to, to make the food, I mean the food is ready to be made. Yeah. Hey, so. No, there are things, you know, you can pick up here and there and then apply it to your own life. So you can't build the the way and, you know, there are many interpretations one can give to, you know, to this. So look at it. Look at your own reality and, okay, what can I, okay, I'm here today. Is there anything I can pick from this woman and add to my life, you know, to make me more effective, to make me more efficient? So I'm not trying to make my life, you know, the way this is pictured Mm. because, I mean, it's a completely different time. Mm. But I can go and I can get inspiration and say, okay, what is there something I can add to, you know, to where I am today to make my life, you know, better?
2: I think I, I, I would yeah. cite an example. And um I, I just thought of it when um, Pastor Linda was talking. About, um so if you look at Esther, you know, would you say that Esther was a virtuous woman? Would we say she was Esther? Yes, Queen she Esther. And nowhere in that scripture did he talk about her waking up early. To cook to so cook. <laughs> I, I'm sure she didn't cook because she was a queen. Mm-hmm. You know, but when when she was required to do to, to fall in line with her purpose, mm. she was she was there yeah. if you look at say um a Ruth, you know she was not a queen, but when it was required of her to do what she was meant to do, she was there. Yeah. if you look at a deborah, you know one of the judges in the bible it was there, there was no mention of you know i mean I'm, I'm not saying maybe they didn't do these things, but I mean they were remembered for the key things, the mm, purpose the that purpose. they were meant to, yeah. you know, to fulfill. Nobody so it's... Yeah, yeah it yes, really. yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, those things are important. And, and, and the reason why I'm saying this is because there are some women, so, I mean, there are career women, but there are some women who their goal in life is to raise their children. I As in mean, that is their... I, I think I'm correct. There are some women that that is their... They don't have this ambition of, you know, I want to be... A, a CEO or things like that. So there are people like that. Well, there are some that, you know, they they have this goal to be CEOs and things like that. So I think that essentially it is finding which the core of your purpose, you Mm. know, and then asking yourself, what do I want to be remembered for? And then keeping sticking to that, to the plan that makes it work.
3: I think for sure, um, you
2: know, superwoman
3: is a trap, for sure, 100%. And, you know, even if I think about the context in which a lot of people say it, maybe say it to me or say it to other people, is when they are doing stuff like um, that, you know, on a good day, you shouldn't even expect someone to go this kind of extra mile. Do you want to kill that woman? after a while, you realize that these women have health issues. And those are the kind of people that you hear in the context of today's world that they call superwoman for me I'd rather pursue a supernatural woman and I think that that boils down to um you know the proverb 31 that you said I, I I actually don't think that that scripture for me is comfort um of the uh, the entire passage um I I don't take the the context of she's waking if she wakes up early it's good for her I'm, I'm a morning person so but I think God was trying to explain to us the way I saw it or the way I perceived it was The Holy Spirit was trying to open our eyes to see the kind of virtue he has placed in women, Mm. that a woman can do much more, and the society of today tells you otherwise. So this kind of scripture brings the balance that actually God has put a lot more on your inside. Mm. And the way the Holy Spirit had explained it to me, I was explaining to one of my friends sometime. I said, you know, God said, you know, you are are the helpmate. when we were made, that we will become the helpmate for, for the man. And the only other place he had used the word help um, in that sense was when he was referring to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, that just helped me to um, understand that, you know, the woman is that that person that, you know, God has put a little bit of extra in her so that she can support the man on his journey, on his mm-hmm. purpose. Yes, that a little bit of more might be, she becomes the CEO. So that, you know, whoever um, man she's married to, maybe he's also inspired to become his own kind of CEO. Or is inspired to become more. But God has... That um, verse of scripture, Proverbs 31, just opens my eyes to say that I might not be able to do everything she's done, but I know there's so much more. And the more I draw closer to God, I can actually open up, you know, new realms of doing things that people will look at you and say, how are you able to balance it? Because that's what a lot of people do when they read those verses. They're like, how did she do it? How is she, you know, so um, pristine, so perfect? That's because I think God drawing us to say, I placed so much virtue on your inside. I made you a helpmate and I made you, I put all of those virtues so that you'll be able to support and help, you know, the men that you are married to, you know, to build something new, to become all, um, you know, there's a part of scripture that says that, you know, the men will look at their wife and, you know, even though they are not doing that, which God said they should do, but they will see, this is paraphrasing it, but they will see you, um, do that. And remember that this is how they are supposed to behave. I, I can't remember the, ex, the exact verb, um, verse, but that's how it, like we, the women, we have so much, um, bottle, and it will be different for all of us. It's not a one size fit all. So I might have that skill to be able to raise let's say 12 children. Some of our mothers do that. Some other woman might have the skill to be able to, you know, run, um, three or four businesses i know women that do that today but then you know opening up themselves because the world today actually tells you you are nothing i keep telling people around me sometimes you talk in meeting or a woman will talk in a meeting and they're like what 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 are you saying you know the men who just want to shut her down and it's improving now but it was really worse before but that scripture actually should open our eyes as women that God has placed a lot more on our inside and we can do it. So we need to birth those things through drawing closer to the Holy Spirit. But every time I read Proverbs 31, I'm just motivated that I can be more. I can do more. Like, what is it that thinking I can not do? I can do it. And in the light
1: of if she could do all of that, I can do way more. And, And that's how I see that verse. Wow. So such an interesting perspective. And before we round up this conversation, I'd just like to talk a bit about help, getting help. So, you know that a superwoman can't do it necessarily on her own. She can't. The scripture I everyone talked about, Proverbs, after everyone talked about her having made seven. So, um, Pastor Joy, can you speak a bit on the things that we ought to get help for? So, you know, I, I think that's where a lot of women struggle. Um, should I get help with my kids? Shouldn't I be the one taking care of my kids by myself? Or should I get help with my business? Shouldn't I be involved such that? Um, it wouldn't suffer and all that. Should I get help with cooking? You know, shouldn't I be the one to cook for my husband? Shouldn't my husband be eating my food? You know, those kind of things. How, how do women? How do you
0: like balance? All yeah, that? you know, um, I, I love the way the conversation has gone so far. You know, first of all, just um, debunking the myth that there's a perfect woman, but that we are supernatural. And I want to take it from there because our greatest help is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that Jesus said, that God will send you, my father will send you another comforter. So you have help. You will never be alone. You know, and as women primarily, I think that in terms of priority, we have to focus on that help. I will look to the hills, where does my help comes from? come from? My help comes from the Lord that made the heavens and the earth. So we always have help. That help always comes. My help comes. My help always comes. Help always comes to me. I'm never without help. And I think that as um, believers, as women, you know, we must have that perspective that I am never alone. It, 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 it many times feels that way, like I'm doing so much maybe by myself. Nobody even understands how much I have to carry, but I am never alone, and we have to have that understanding, you know. And then he will help us. I think each woman needs to have quiet moments, whether it's in the morning. She talked about being a. Um, Aya talked about being a morning person. You could be. You may be a morning person. You may be an evening person. You may even be a break time person. Maybe you just take some minutes during your break <laughs> and go into the toilet, you know, at the restroom, and just have some moments to yourself and say, okay. How am I doing? Where do I need to make adjustments? Okay, who do I need to call right now to get something ready for the evening? What do I need to do for this and that? And that's sort of like short term, right? But then there's also long term. Okay, um, um, holidays are coming, for example. What adjustments do I need to make? Do I need to have, you know, booked my um, leave for those for those periods? Do I need to have spoken to, you know, um, my siblings or my parents or the children going over there? Um, you know, just... Being able to have those times of reflection to make adjustments and review and say, okay, what do I need to plan ahead? But I think it first of all comes from talking to the Holy Spirit and then really carrying along your, your spouse, your bosses, people that are like really, yes, um, integral in your life.
3: Wow, That just reminds me of, you know, that intuition that women have. And, you know, those are the places where you can birth it, where you are that close to the Holy Spirit. That's where you can, you know, have so much confidence because those, those are like gifts that are specific to women. And those are things that, you know, God has put in our lives and in our, you know, in our lives to help us to be all that he wants us to be. But God has settled us with a lot more and we have to actually rise up to that. And um, stop hiding under, you know, the, these guys that, oh, I won't be able to do it or we can't do it. But doing that Greta doesn't is he that is in Exactly. Yeah, and we don't have to be superwomans, but we can be supernatural. Yeah, awesome. When you were talking about it. help,
2: let me just quickly mm-hmm. cheat. The, the The example that came to my head, imagine the Israelites, they had come out of Egypt and they were faced with the Red Sea. And then God parted the Red Sea. And somebody just says, no, let me swim across. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like, you know, what we do when we don't. That's Leverage when help, we don't hear yeah. Yeah, yeah. the help that yeah. is available. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Wow, such an interesting conversation. I've learned so much. You know, Jella, you mentioned um, something about purpose, priorities, you know. Um, at the end of the day, what will you be remembered for? Will you be remembered for doing dishes? Would you be remembered for sweeping and keeping the house clean? Those women you mentioned in the Bible, so profound, so profound. They were remembered for their purpose. And did they achieve their purpose? You know, I talked about the supernatural woman as well, that rather than being super women, we should be supernatural. And Pastor Joy also leveraged on that, relying on the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our helper. And at the end of the day, we have, we just have to rely on him. He can even help us in our priorities to say, okay, you should be, focusing on this at this point in time or another thing at another point in time and all that. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can all be, instead of super women, we can be supernatural women. It's been an amazing time. I'd like to thank you all, beautiful ladies. And to the next time we see you again on The Good Life, it's bye for now from all of us. Bye. bye. bye.
2: Special thanks to Ebenezer Umudi at the Audio Console. The Good Life Podcast was directed by Wando Alayodi and produced by Modupe Ijisheson for Kingsworld Global.